Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Before we begin today, I want to say something about Ukraine. All of us are horrified by the images that we see on our screens right now. It, it is tragic. It is horrifying. It is alarming. It makes you feel angry. There is, as I've heard expressed by many people, that rising little bit of fear within people that says this could escalate to be something so much more if the leaders of our world are not careful. And so many people have expressed to me from all kinds of places that they don't know what to do, that they feel helpless. And that's understandable. Well, it's in times like that that we can pray. And we can join our prayers as a community of people doing these Lenten daily devotionals, no doubt with other people that you know. But we can put our prayer with the church and the world that God would resolve this situation, that God would bring healing to those people so desperately and terribly damaged by what is taking place. Uh, we pray that God would soften the hearts of people involved so that peace would reign. We're going to pray at the end. But as the week goes on, we'll be praying at other times as well. well. Let's go on with our daily devotional here through Lent right now. I, I went to a Catholic parish uh, where I was conducting a parish mission for seven days. And I spoke at the event and each of the sessions went for an hour and a half, two hours. And I spoke for an hour or so. And, and then afterwards, I went over to get a cup of coffee. And when I came to the place where coffee was being served, there was a woman standing on the other side and she was crying. And, 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 I, and I didn't know what to do. I, I, and, I, and I turned to her and I said, are you okay? And she immediately turned back and she said to me, she said, my husband and I, we've, we, we've had an argument and I'm not saying sorry until he says sorry first. She says, I know I'm in the wrong, but I'm not going to say sorry until he's, he says sorry first. And, uh, and immediately she said that. I said to her, you know, you can't control what they have done, but you do have control over your own heart. You do have control where you are that when we are wronged by someone else because of their weakness, their sinfulness, our response is our response in many ways. And we have control over that, as difficult as that can be at times. What's the scripture tells us? The scripture tells us that we are to forgive. That seems to be the default position of the scriptures, to forgive. Have a look at this. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, it says this, Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. That's from Ephesians. From the Gospel of Mark, it says, Whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. So that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Luke 11, 4, which we read yesterday, um, it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Um, as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. And then in Matthew 6.15, it says, but if you do not forgive others, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your father 
forgive your trespasses. What is very clear if we read all of these scriptures is that the default position of of, of all of us is that when we are hurt, we are injured, that we will forgive. Yesterday we talked about the vastness of God's love and, and God's forgiveness. We are required to be forgiving to others. Now, many, many of you have written to, privately to me and you have expressed comments, even in the comments below, saying, I've been terribly hurt. I've been terribly hurt. People have done things to me. People have done things to those I love and I'm struggling to forgive. That's understandable. That's understandable. We as human beings get so desperately and terribly hurt at times. And it's understandable if you feel that way. But there's some things we need to understand about forgiveness that sometimes we kind of slightly get wrong. Firstly, when we're going to forgive, when we make the decision we're going to forgive, even though our heart might not be in the place of being able to forgive, the first thing we need to do is we need to rediscover the humanity of the person who forgave that's injured us. Rediscover the humanity. By that, we, we need to see their weakness because there are none of us who have not injured another. Another. We also, secondly, we have to relinquish the right to get even. You know how you lie awake at night when someone's hurt you and you think of all the things you're going to do and how you're going to get back at them, and most of the time you never carry them out. But we need to relinquish that. And even if you do carry them out, you find that so often it just doesn't alleviate the pain and the suffering you're experiencing because of what they've done to you or to someone that you love. Thirdly, we have to do something that's very difficult. We have to revise our feelings towards the person that's hurt us. Revise our feelings towards them. That's not easy as well. Forgiveness is difficult. So if you're struggling today with forgiveness, it's okay that you struggle. It's okay that you struggle. I was uh, speaking at another church and afterwards a man walked up to me and he said to me, you've been talking about forgiveness because I had that particular day. And he said, you don't know what my wife did to me. And he got very emotional, this man. He said, you don't know what she did to me. And And then he said to me, I just as I listened to him, he said, I know what I have to do, but I can't do it. And as soon as he said, I know what you have to do, I said to him, well, you're there, you're there. You're moving in the direction of which you, what you know that God's calling you to. The fact that your feelings are not there yet, it's okay. God looks at you and goes, oh, you're okay. You're in the right direction. Sometimes we have to know where we need to go before we can feel where we, uh, that we are there. But, but sometimes we Christians have very wrong notions of what forgiveness means. Uh, we have some mistaken notions of it. Forgiveness does not mean reunion. Forgiveness does not mean a, new, uh, a reunion. Uh, you can be in a relationship where you're constantly abused and you do what you can to rectify it, to stop it happening to you. The church would tell you, the tradition would tell you, the scriptures would tell us that we are to forgive. But there might come a point after we've tried and tried and tried where we don't have to be in that relationship anymore. Forgiveness does not mean reunion. It doesn't. Forgiveness also doesn't mean reinstatement. You've been in a business with someone and they do something terribly wrong in the business. You are required to forgive. The gospel requires us to forgive but you don't necessarily have to reinstate that person into your life in the way they were. 
So if you've been in a partnership and your partner has done badly, you don't have to go back into that partnership. And finally, forgiveness does not mean forgetting. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting because it's part of our story, what has happened to us. And so when we understand forgiveness in the, in the widest breadth of, of understanding it, it's a very human experience that is a journey that we walk along. And as long as we know the direction that God wants us to go, just like that gentleman said to me, he said, I know what I'm meant to do, but I just can't do it. Because what happened is some months later, I went back to that church to speak. And this man found me and he said, do you recognise me? And I went, no, I'm sorry, I don't. I've just met so many thousands of people. I, I didn't recognise him. And he said to me, I was the guy who came up to you when you were such here and you made the comment, you know, uh, and talked about forgiveness. And I made the comment, you, but you don't know what my wife did to me. And I said, oh, I remember that. And then he smiled and he looked at me and he said, he said, I've forgiven her now. I've forgiven her. And then he said this, he said, I'm free And then he said it again. He said, I'm free. See, because what happens when we give forgiveness, we experience freedom. Because when we retain, when we retain uh, giving our forgiveness, we are the ones who are injured. We are the ones who carry the weight. Be kind to yourself. It takes a lot and it takes a journey to forgive. But we need to know the direction that God is calling us to. So why don't you go back, listen to this again, if this is real for you, and and seek forgiveness, but ask God's help right there. Here's a thought. Do you think for some of the things that are taking place in Ukraine right now, that there will be people that will be injured for a lifetime and there will be nothing that can be done? But in the end of the day, as hard as it is today to say, To people, forgiveness is the only answer to freedom, to being set free, to letting go and to experiencing the power of God. Loving God, we come before you today. You desire that we would live free. And when we hold on, we are the ones that are damaged. We are the ones that are bent out of shape when we don't forgive. It's your way. You commanded it. And yet we're frail and it takes time and it takes effort, Lord God, and it's a journey. Help us. And finally, Lord, we pray for the situation in Ukraine, so much bigger than I understand, Lord God. And Lord, many of us feel helpless. Father, in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit, would you bring this conflict to an end? Hear our prayer. And would you bring healing and wholeness and strength and courage and wisdom to all involved. And would you restore? Would you restore? And Lord, ultimately, would you help people with forgiveness? And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you next time. Thank you to all all of the people who stand with us, financially support us, whether you do so uh, from time to time or all of those of you who give on a very regular basis. Thank you. I couldn't do this without you. God bless you. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. 
We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.